This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Online dating, or at the very least meeting your potential partner online, has become the norm. This has transformed the landscape and culture of dating. But what are some of the biggest positives and drawbacks of online dating? I'm Dashran Johan and this is Today I Learned. On the show with me today is Rosie Khalid. She's a licensed counsellor. Welcome to the show, Rosie. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks, Dashran. What are your overall thoughts on online dating, dating apps? Have they been a net positive or negative? I think online dating, right, it's, it's, it's a very fast-paced, high-pressure system and with a quick turnover, mm. right? And, and I think I suspect that this is also because the world is being operated in such a manner too. Mm. Whether you're, whether it's in a corporate field, whether it's a personal's life, you know, people just, you know, like people used to get married when they were in their twenties, and now you have like many thirty-year-olds who are still single, right? Right, and work is 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 much more demanding than ever. So everything is much more competitive these days, and so online dating fits perfectly in this fast-paced world because it's what society demands of it. It's fast. High pressure, quick turnover, right? Right. Uh, but it has its dark sides too, lah. Like the over emphasis on uh, physical appearance, um, the risk of deception, getting scammed, the cases of harassment. But there are also people who end up getting married right. from you know finding partners through these online apps. So, I think it's hard to say whether it's positive or negative. How has the rise of um, online dating platforms impacted the way individuals approach relationships? Well, definitely there's a more casual connotation to it, hmm. right? There's also a potentially like less um, commitment compared to the more traditional approach where everything was a bit more like people learn about each other in a more scaffolding kind of way, build connections in a more scaffolding kind of way where there's a slow build-up of things, right? So I think with online dating, again, very fast-paced, right? Mm. I want to get to know about you. Um, let's go to what you like about me or what you don't like about me. Where are we going with this? Okay, <laughs> then next. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so it, it kind of gives people the easy way out to love, right? right? As compared to the more traditional approach. Yeah. Do you, would you say that, you know, um, because, you know, for example, the, the whole, when you look at how people, perhaps one of the ways people used to date last time um, is... Unless you're dating within your your colleagues or, or your your friend circle or something like that, let's say if you want to meet someone, you're you're going to a a book club and then you see mm. someone there, or you are going mm. to a a restaurant or a bar, for example, and you see someone there, and then you approach them and, and then you you try to to have a conversation. Do you think online dating? sort of removes that first step. And what I mean by that is, even if you go to a book club and then you see a, a, a girl or a guy that you're like, oh, I think this person sounds interesting, it's kind of cute, you don't know whether they find you equally interesting mm. or cute. So you go and then you might get rejected there, right? But on the online dating, let's say the dating apps um, yeah. swiping model, you know that the moment you're matched, at least the first step, 
It doesn't mean yeah. you're going to be happily ever after, but at least the first step, you know, I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. So it's safe, isn't right. it? Mm. I wouldn't get rejected because this dating app is telling me it's matched. Right. Right? Right. You know, and I think another thing that I was thinking about, right, is how having match with someone that you perceive to be attractive. So meaning, you know, you you think this person is attractive and then you are matched with this person, right? Mm-hmm. It can boost your self-esteem. Right. Right? And But they're superficial. Because mm. very quickly, um, these things will just go away. But also very quickly, you will get very addicted to the number of matches. Like how you're addicted to the number of likes on social media. Why? Because it gives you this dopamine heat. Mm. And the more the the more the, the more important thing about this is that it requires this increased uh, stimulation every time. So it can easily become some form of addiction. And now with the advancement of technology and phones, right? Because last time, imagine how we used to take photo with our Nokia phone, <laughs> and everything's so pixelated. Right. But yet we put it on like MySpace and Friendster. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those were the times, huh? But now we have all these like super advanced filters, and and what these dating apps do, right? Is that I mean, what people do in these dating apps is that they are technically quote unquote selling themselves, right? right. Like presenting yourself in a way where you want to look attractive or that you're attracting someone else, right? Right. So I think there is that element too. This The more advanced something is, the more stuff to, um, I guess, uncover. Right. Let, mm. Let's dive into that a little bit because I think this, this yeah. role of self-presentation is very interesting because... When you are meeting people, let's say it could be your colleagues, it could be just people, your mutual friends, it could be someone you, you met while, while playing a sport, while going rock climbing, things like that. There is a, a you know, people are just seeing you in your natural setting yeah. and how you usually are and all of that. Um, yeah. Whereas in the, in the world of um, online dating, you are specifically sort of curating a, mm. an image of yourself that you mm. want to put out. You're choosing the best pictures. Mm. Um, you're writing, you know, you're trying, even when it comes to the books, you're trying to list down the books that you fi- you might find, you think other people might find most impressive, you know, yeah. things like that. What is yeah. the impact of doing all of this? So I think sometimes people may also lose the sense of the identity of who they truly are. Mm-hmm. You can, and I'm not saying people are superficial. I'm saying that if you're focusing too much on what you think people want from you, what you think can impress others, right? Then you very quickly can lose your sense of self. You won't be authentic to yourself, mm. right? Right. Mm. Do you think there is... A, a sort of um, right way and wrong way of approaching online dating? Mm, I think that's hard to say, mm-hmm. isn't it? Right? Because is it wrong for someone to post a good picture of themselves mm-hmm. to get, you know, other people to like that right. and then have a conversation, start a conversation, right? So it's hard to say. I don't think it's a black and white. I don't think it's right or wrong. Um, it's like, you know, it's like 
putting something in your resume, resume and saying that I used to join choral speaking in school <laughs> and you're selling that, right? right? But no one really cares about that. But it makes you feel good that you were active <laughs> and all that in school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing, right? This is, I think, more important. Mm -hmm. Is that when you're, quote-unquote, selling yourself, you're letting people know that this is what I have and you do that because you're potentially looking for the same thing. Right. So I'll just give you an example, but this is very much a realistic example. Mm -hmm. la, but it's the simplest, easiest to understand. So if in the photo, like you're wearing a Gucci belt, right? And you're probably hoping someone with a Gucci cap will match with you. <laughs> because why? At the end of the day, you're trying to look for something that you want. Right. right? So you portray yourself in a certain manner. Mm. So if it's book club or books, then I'll write like the fanciest book that will make me sound smart because <laughs> I want to be with someone who's smart, right. right? So if you ask me whether that's right or wrong in that, I think it's just people looking for something. But deception, again, mm. deception is a big, um, I think, area when we talk about online dating. For me, for as long as you're not hurting someone else, I think that's where I draw that line, right? For as long as you don't hurt someone else, um, I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. When you because uh, a lot of these these online dating form uh, formats is um you know you're looking at someone's picture or bio and then swiping right or swiping left. So if, let's say you're swiping right, you're like okay, um, I I I'm saying sending the signal that you know I'm attracted to this person. Um, left okay. means it's like okay, never mind. Next, moving on. Do you think that people risk missing out on something because of this format? It's like, have you had um, someone coming in for an interview, right? Based on their resume. And mm -hmm. then when you finally see this person face to face and you realize that, oh, this is an entirely different person. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm trying to say here is, right, there's no shortcut of getting to know someone other than having a meaningful conversation with them, mm -hmm. spending time with them, you know, going on dates together, um, doing new things together, la, mm -hmm. especially when it's a new territory, you know, like hiking or skydiving or something like that. And you probably get to see their true character. So right. you cannot, you cannot know a person through a picture or a one-line description of what they write about themselves. On the show with me today is Rosie Khaled. She's a licensed counsellor. We continue our discussion after the break on Today I Learned, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Today I Learned. I'm Dashran Johan. And on the show with me today is Rosie Khalid. She's a licensed counsellor and we're talking about online dating. So, Rosie, you know, there's no denying that, you know, dating apps have brought a lot of good to a lot of people, including myself. But I feel like one thing that isn't replicated on the dating app, it's very different in dating apps compared to real life, is this phenomenon where you hear a lot of people, right, um, where they talk about, let's say they are dating someone, you know, in the third year mm -hmm. of university or they are dating someone who, who's their colleague or, or whatever it may be. And then they are like, oh, the first time I, when I actually met, met this person, um, I didn't find them too attractive or anything like that. But then, you know, as the, as the months went yeah. on and I started talking to them more and more, um, you know, 
I started to get to know, you know, different aspects of them. Suddenly, they became like this very attractive person to me, or yeah. you know, the attractiveness um, started to grow that way. Um, you don't get that um, element in the online dating because. Mm you're already swiping left um, mm. on the first go when you say, I'm not attracted to this person, right, mm. on the surface level. So that isn't, you know, able to replicate itself on the on the, t- the dating app world, right? Absolutely, which is why there is this overemphasis on appearance, mm. right? And that can be very misleading, very deceiving, right? And you may even lose some really great opportunities there. Like you said, like, I don't find you attractive, you know, after getting to know you better and I like your personalities and our values aligned and how emotionally supportive you are of me, then everything kind of grows, right, into something that, it's what you call love, lah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, moving on, like, what would you say are some of the biggest positives um, based on, you know, what you have, you know, especially the clients that you've spoken to or just what you've observed over the years? What are some of the biggest positives that online dating has brought about? I think it definitely gives people options. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And I think for those who are more introverted, those who, you know, you find at the at social parties and they're not socializing with people, you know, out of, you know, social anxiety or anything like that, this is a good choice for them to approach someone, right? Because it feels safe. Um, um, so that's, that's one. And I think another good that can come up from it is, again, this variety and option, but it can be very overwhelming, mm-hmm. right? And even if you do, do choose someone, it's based on a certain bias of what you think of this person through their photos or through their descriptions about themselves. Um, so it's hard. So unless when you start talking to this person, then I think that's when you realize, okay, I think I want to get to know this person even more. It's only when you start having that conversation, right? Right. But even conversations, very limited because it's via text. It's, it's not a face-to-face and you tend to lose so many information from there. Um, because why? Because you're not seeing this person's um, body language. Right. Um, their nonverbal cues, their tone, how fast they're talking, whether they're sighing, whether they're gasping, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. So it can all get very lost in translation. Uh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's another disadvantage right. of online dating. I, I remember this conversation um, between uh, a much older, like, uh, let's say, an uncle who's an engineer who mm. with, um, with, with, uh, with their son or is it a nephew who works on this um, oil rig in, in offshore. And, and this, this, this conversation was like, you know, back in my day, you know, in my field, there's only guys. And, and so I couldn't meet mm. anyone. And then in the yeah. end, um, you know, I just, uh, it's not a bad, bad thing. He wasn't saying it in a bad way but it was like you know I just if I, I told my parents that you can do an arranged marriage because I literally just can't meet anyone so if you all have suggestions through family connections and all maybe I can meet someone that way and then this this nephew is is telling the thing uh, telling the uncle well now it's, it's a whole lot of difference because I'm working on an oil rig in the middle of yeah. nowhere where all my colleagues are guys and yeah. I still get to meet people. I still get yeah. to meet like so many different uh, women and, and get to know them. 
accessibility. Mm. And that's the one thing that dating app has, accessibility uh, to, to connect with people, mm-hmm. whether it's um, someone different, whether it's someone from different country, whether accessibility. Lah. So which is why, again, we have a lot of options, mm-hmm. right? So you just have to be careful not to get overwhelmed, sucked into it. And by that means that you really got to know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you're going through like a hundred pages of people's resumes, uh, trying to hire someone in your company, but you don't even know what role they want to play. You want them to play in your company. So it's the same thing, right? Right. So yes, that's accessibility. Everything is so accessible these days. There's so much options. Food on Grab is just plenty of things <laughs> every day. Right. <laughs> Unless you're in a rural area, like, yes. right? But then, yeah, options and accessibility, it can be so overwhelming. Uh, but if you can ground yourself and know what you're looking for, who you're looking for, the values that you're looking for, that kind of narrows things down. How do you get to that, right? Because I think you bring up an mm. excellent point about having too many options. And, you know, it's the same thing with anything, right? Um, you know, now we have streaming platforms. Mm. Um, you know, in, in sometimes back then when you didn't have streaming platforms, um, you may scroll two or three channels and you're like, okay, this seems interesting and just watch that. But now yeah. you see you see streaming platforms, the options are endless, yeah. and which should be great on the surface but then what a lot of people end up doing is they spend three hours yeah, just scrolling. scrolling and scrolling and they don't know what they want they, they somehow mm. everything doesn't everything seems interesting and nothing seems interesting at the same time you know how do you navigate this um, when it comes to the dating app right I think firstly limit the time spent on scrolling <laughs> You know, I think that has to be there. Right. You can't be scrolling three hours trying to find something. Mm-hmm. Or you can't be scrolling three hours swiping left and right, right, you know. So I think it's very important that you set a time limit daily. Like, I'm just going to spend this amount of time and then I have my own life and go on with your life mm-hmm. outside of the dating app doing other things. And one thing that I was thinking about is how it can be a very good distraction, you know, for people who are trying to avoid something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people go on a dating app because of something else. Maybe they want to get over their grief. Maybe they just broke up with someone. They and use they, dating app to feel good. They want know? an Especially. ego boost. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's really important to ask yourself, what is your intention? What are you looking for? Why am I on this dating app? You know, and then to like screen people through and see what you think is a good fit for you. I think start with values and identity, you know, because essentially when you want to have a relationship with someone, I think values is something that's very important for couples to share, um, not just looks, right? Absolutely. Mm. Is there, um, you know, I- I'm wondering... How do online platforms um, impact the experience of rejection and ghosting? Because the idea of rejection is is not new. It's been there, yeah. you know, for ages and ages and ages, right? But is has it become more prevalent or different in the online dating sphere? 
So I think one point you brought up earlier, Dashran, was that how, you know, you're only matched with people who also match with you. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to go through maybe a hundred people who rejected you with right. swipe. You, yes. know, you don't have to go through that, mm-hmm. right? So dating apps saves you of that kind of rejection. But the question is, does that make you more resilient or less? Right. right? There's that. Um, and I think secondly is because, again, dating app does have some kind of a casual connotation to it. People are not so, some people, not all people, not so invested in it emotionally or financially. So I think that's a recipe for like an easy way out, right? So when it comes to rejection, some people may not feel as guilty to leave this relationship or to ghost someone Mm -hmm. because they rationalize that by saying, "Hmm, there was nothing to start with. You know, right? So is is there also there. the screen element there, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I, I don't know if this is related, but you know, yeah. even when you see in YouTube comments, right, yeah. or uh, online social media comments, Mm-mm. you are looking at these mean, nasty comments, yeah. and you are like, how many of you would actually talk like that in real life? to real people because I feel that you know in real life when you're face to face with someone there is this you know that that you you feel like you're looking at someone real and so yeah. there is certain lines you do not cross there is certain tech that you must do even if you don't like what they are saying you tend to package your answers differently because you're also not anonymous necessarily um, as yeah. you can be um, online I'm wondering within that when we talk about ghosting that that whole idea is you know we're talking behind a screen so yeah. it, it's it's real but not real. So yeah. if I just want to disappear, it's like that. You know, I'm not hurting anyone real, quote unquote. Is there that element as well? Absolutely. And, and because of that, that sense of accountability, that sense of, of guilt, responsibility, right, that you feel towards someone else's is probably not as much uh, as when you see this person face to face, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's this idea of when, when you see someone, it's like, it's like this, like if I hear a story about someone going through something difficult, right? Maybe lost a husband mm-hmm. and then I have to raise kids by themselves and all that. It's different when you hear stories like that versus you see that person in real life in front of you and you're hearing the story um, from the person personally, Right. Uh, I think, so there is that. La. So la- like you said, the screen, it creates this barrier, this mm-hmm. other layer that 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 sets people apart. Mm. Right. So I'm thinking about, you know, if, if let's say you, you know, someone comes to you and says, I'm thinking about getting on a dating app, you know, um, you know, I've been single for, for some time. I, I want to explore some options. What advice would you give them? know what you're looking for, mm-hmm. know why you're doing it. I think that has to be the foundation. You know, you can get sucked into it, get overwhelmed by all these choices. Uh, and without you realizing it, you know, that a really great form of distraction and you're not going towards what you really want. So I think know why you're doing it, what you're looking for. I think that has to set that foundation. Right. Um, and I think more importantly is this, right? Um, don't waste your time, which means that that 
I think you have to be your authentic self mm-hmm. to find someone that you know will, I don't know, be compatible with you or someone that you can be with or spend time with, right? If you don't start with being authentic to yourself, then you're not going to find something that's authentic too, right? And you're not going to end up being happy like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So always start with knowing what you want, knowing what who you are as a person and honor that and present that. And then, you know, hopefully you'll get someone that that is aligned with your values too. Yeah. Even on my dating app journey, right, I went through a couple mm-hmm. of phases. So when I first broke up, I went on the dating app. Um, I was on this... I don't know, maybe, you know, my mind was in the right space or whatever it may be. Um, I think there was that that a bit of um, looking for an ego boost kind of thing. And then what happened was I just ended up swiping and swiping and swiping. Mm. And then you get some, like a bunch of matches and then you cannot keep up with the conversations you're having. Um, you know, you sometimes it becomes like you're just copying conversation A and then cop- pasting it in B because people are asking the same questions. It became overwhelming. It became... Um, you know, and I, I, what I realized is I, I was focusing more on um, getting new matches. I think that was more fulfilling than the conversations themselves. And so then I was like, okay, this is just getting terrible. I've, you know, it's getting and, and my mental health and it just was getting all over the place, overwhelming. So I just deleted it. And a few months later, that was the months and months after I, I, um, I broke up, um, got on the app again and then I took it in a different way. I was just like, okay, if I match with, you know, one person today, then it's just one mm. person. We're going to talk to this person until mm. I, you know, we find that, okay, we it's not going to work out. Then only mm. we, I get back on the swiping thing and then, you know, yeah. match and get new matches and, and so on and so forth. And then now I, I'm, you know, I'm happily in a relationship for two years plus already. It's the dopamine hit. Mm. It's like heroin, right? <laughs> it makes you feel good, but temporarily. Right. So until it goes away and then you need it again and mm-hmm. again and again. Great form of distraction. But the second time around, when you went in again, Dashran, you were more grounded. Mm. So... You, you decided that, hey, I want to really get to know someone first, right? And of course, I think in different phases of people's lives, mm-hmm. people go through different things. They have different priorities. So I'm not saying what happened in the beginning uh, to you, Dashran, was wrong. It was just something that you used to cope with things that you were going through, right? And there was nothing wrong with that. Um, but of course, you know, we're looking at duration. Mm-hmm. Are you doing that for one year, for two years? And like you said, was consuming our mental health. And that's when we need to come to awareness and realize, wait, this is not serving me well. Something's going on here. I'm spiraling. Something has to change, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, going back to what you were saying, Dashran, that's not right or wrong. People use it for different, different reasons. People use it just purely for physical, sexual relationships, right. right? And again, there's nothing wrong for as long as both adults um, agree to that, you know, and I think there's nothing wrong. Uh, just be mindful of, is that what you really want? Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. This whole culture of dating apps, like you said, um, some people use it 
then they very well and then it, it's really bring up bring about a lot of positives some people can use it and then it can become this negative and and it can they can end up hurting people um, and ghosting people and and so on and so forth um, and and because of that there is sometimes a lot of fear people who they genuinely want to go and explore and, and find someone mm. but they are like oh my god you know these dating app people are, you know this this world is just the wild wild west and so <laughs> how would you advise them how how you know can can people maintain that caution but also openness and and you know and and the willingness to just give it a shot and interact with strangers online Firstly, don't share anything personal, like your home address, (laughs) all that. Never, Mm -hmm. right? Never. Especially with the younger kids, right? right? Don't meet people um, at your home or somewhere that's private, right? Never do that. So these people online, right? They're really clever. They groom you first, make you fall in love with them, make you believe everything that they're saying. And I scam you for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? So yes, you have to, I think, be aware of these things that's happening, you know. But also, um, I guess, have a conversation, you know. But if something, trust your intuition. If something feels wrong, you know, it's okay. It's okay to just end it, mm-hmm. right? I think follow your intuition and um, I think that's it's okay to explore with caution. But I think it's hard to draw that line. Absolutely. Mm. And before we end this conversation, Rosie, would you have a final message for us um, with regard to this um, fascinating and wild, wild world that is the um, online dating world? I, this is not an advice, mm-hmm. but it's a very interesting um, thing that I found online, right? That's related to this topic, mm-hmm. which is people who are more drawn to online dating are people with high on narcissism. Uh, but i have to say this is not a malaysian population not a malaysian research okay it's done in germany (laughs) so german people Uh, but with like 500 over participants and all that so it's pretty solid research Mm -hmm. right but um high narcissism so i'm not trying to scare people away from dating app (laughs) what does that say about me mean that you are narcissistic <laughs> does not mean right. that it's a spectrum yeah. we all have a mm-hmm. certain degree right mm-hmm. so it's not again not yeah, yeah. why yes. okay <laughs> so I thought that was very yeah, interesting very... I thought I was sharing yeah. uh, today uh, so yes be careful but have meaningful conversations but you can have meaningful conversations with 100 people at the same time right you'll mm-hmm. end up copy pasting everything right <laughs> And it's just going to be very surface level. Mm-hmm. So weed out, know what you're looking for and focus on one or two and really have a conversation with them. On that note, Rosie, thank you so much for joining me today. No worries, Dashran. That was Rosie Khaled. She's a licensed counsellor. If you missed any part of our conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Dashran Johan, and this has been Today I Learned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast 
from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.